All right, let's go. All right, all right. Let, let's let let's go through the rumors that are going through hockey right now. Well, this isn't a rumor. Rumors it's, and facts. Yeah. Fa- well, Kessel went to Vegas, as everybody knows. You know, Tim, when I read how much, how, $93 million he made? Over his career, he's made $91 million. $91 million. Of course, he could put the puck in. The funny thing is, when he was with Toronto, they criticized him because the only thing he ever did was shoot the puck. And then he went to he went to uh, Arizona, Arizona, and and he passed the puck. I mean, they had forty four assists last year. Forty four assists. That's pretty good. And uh, but imagine you making ninety one million dollars. So why does a guy like that change his uh, game plan? Is that the coach? I I, I don't know. I, I I wish I knew. I, uh, I'd like to talk to him sometime. sometime. So how do you think he's going to do in Vegas? So I'm predicting. Remember this year, I'm predicting he'll get 20 goals if he plays the power play once in a while. He looks I, like a guy that would enjoy Vegas, too. I don't know. I hope that, you know, you know, it's a funny thing in in uh, Las Vegas. The first year, everybody, yeah, and they let him go. Yeah, I'll show you. I'll, I'll put the puck in the net and, and the whole deal. And then the second year, yeah, it was still. You know what I think, though, Dad? Everything kind of collapsed after... Fleury went behind the net yeah. and screwed up the puck, and, and they, they came out, out and Montreal scored, and they, Montreal wins it, wins the game. Everything seemed to go haywire after that. Yeah, for that's Vegas. true. That's true. I remember, you remember that play, folks? When Buck went behind the net, he went to get it and it hit a board or something. Yeah, and it come out and it come out in front, and, and they they won the series. And they seemed to go a little cuckoo yeah, after, after that. that. Like all of a sudden, they they start you know they, they had the a good bo- coach. They had a good coach, and they were arguing about who should be in net. And and remember, they had the uh, the Flurry's agent had uh, posted a picture oh, with yeah. a sword bent his back with the name Stab right on. through the back. Remember that? And they had Duke. They did, if uh, Vegas beats Montreal. You know yeah. they'd, they'd have a good shot going oh, to the finals. I'm, I'm and winning, and winning I think the, they were just in uh, second gear. When yeah. they were playing Canadians, it seemed to be in second gear. Anyone? Kessel gave yeah. you know, Phoenix a shot at the I end. And I, you know, I don't like that. When no, I don't leaves like... And he says something bad what about What did he the... say? Well, he didn't really say... You want to hear what he said? Yeah. When you want to win and everyone on the team wants to win, it's different feeling, a different vibe. Arizona, they had great guys and all the players, they're great kids... And a lot of good people there. When you don't want to necessarily win and contend, it becomes difficult as a player, especially when you come from Pittsburgh, where they all wanted to win. Well, you so know, is, doc- he, is he is he talking about the players or is he talking about? I think everybody, the whole the whole the whole system, they all wanted to win. Well, you know what Doctor Phil says when you put a butt butt in there in a sentence. Anything that you said before doesn't count. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and he's right too. <laughs> you know, they set you up and then, but, and then boom. Rumor has it he's going to get traded out of Chicago, Patrick Kane. He's got one year left on his $10.5 million. What they'll probably do is they'll, you know, they'll pay for half of it. They're in a, they're in a race with, with Arizona. Arizona. <laughs> they're in a race to see who can, and they want that Bedard yeah. to start with. And then the Kane will come the following year. They might have a good club in about two or three years. Who's that? 
and uh, uh, Arizona. <laughs> they might have a really good club in two years. Yeah, yeah so Matthews, <laughs> Matthews' contract's up in Toronto, so we'll Yo, see. He'll be out of here. He won't, he won't stay here with all the pressure on him and all that stuff and everything. Well, I, you know, like, so let's just say he does leave, okay? Which he will. Which he will. So Calgary lost their top player, who was an American, yeah. left to, to go. And then they lost their second player, Taychuk. <sighs> A Canadian team. He went to the states, yeah. and the rumor was that he wanted to go back in the states. And there's no doubt in any well, of them. He was. He was. His dad lived uh, most of the time. Lived down in the states. Right. And then you know, if Matthews leaves, that's another American playing on a Canadian team that leaves to go down to the U.S. Yeah. That we might get, be. A, you, we I, start I see, them off. I see a pattern developing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I never Could it be that. the taxes, or do, or you know, wouldn't it? Couldn't it be? Because well, they're paid they, in U.S. funds, right? Yeah, but they still have to pay tax, everybody. Canadian tax. We will, we're going to lose a lot of money. Well, I, I just don't think I, I think like if you're going to play in Arizona, and you, even in, and you start winning, the pressure's off. Nobody knows who you are. You can go play golf after yeah, that's true. And stuff like that. In Toronto, talk, just talk about Phil Kessel. What it's like to play in Toronto. You had Steve Simmons saying that he was going to eat, he was eating hot dogs after practice. You know, and yeah. and and, and, all. He, and he looked heavy too. He looked heavy, and they were oh, you know, he's not dedicated. He's eating hot dogs after practice, and and all that. That that's got to start to wear on you after a while. Yeah, Speaking guess- of Steve Simmons, not knocking Steve Simmons, but he wrote a big article. And people who don't know what the radio, there was a sports radio station, the Fan Five Ninety, was what thirty years ago or twenty years ago, thirty some years, years ago. ago. He did a big article on it, and uh, and he did mention you and Brian Williams. And Pryor Smith. And Pryor Smith, who had, were on the fan before it was the fan, and were like the longest-running syndicated 30 radio. 30-some years had to be the long, one of the longest. No, it was the longest-running syndicated sport or you know uh, radio programs in Canadian history. And the thing was, it was, syndica- it was syndicated, which means it was right across Canada. Yeah, that's true too. I never, you never I, mentioned it. It's like he's like, like they and, really and tr- we're on three times a day. Yeah, it's like you're. They're trying to erase you, Dad, from from the history books. <laughs> and and <laughs> I, I'm not. It's like I never existed. Like you never existed. I remember one time you guys were so popular that one time you and uh, Brian and Pryor were going to do a live phone in. Uh, oh phone-in yeah, show. yeah, yeah. And it crashed the system. There were so many calls trying to get in that it, it crashed the system. I and I remember you guys were walking, and you, you, you just kept getting calls from Toronto. And then you and Brian both said to Pryor, Pryor, can we get somebody outside of Toronto? And he said, "There's lines were jammed so much that the lines crashed, and we only can get from the local, uh, the local number. Uh, well, I guess. They, they, were, the- they were fun. They were three hours long. Those, yeah, uh, they were long. Yeah, yeah, they were very entertaining. Well, I suppose they get orders. You're not supposed to, you know, mention my name. And I, I did go out in, uh, like, you guys did, went out on that in your term. You, you yeah, I, especially me. Anyhow, forget it. Um, I like, and if if Kane leaves, you know that Taves is right behind him with the ten point five million. Right, because you would think that he would be a good pickup late, right? You know, he he'd be he'd be good because. Uh, he was sick for a while, but he's okay now. And I think he really tried last year, but it just didn't, didn't click. I don't know. So here's a question, Dad. If you're a general manager, okay, the, the, the Blackhawks went big 
to win the cup and they would know they'd have like a th- two or three years span to win the yeah. cup and they win two cups. They, did they go back to back or there was, they want, they won two cups with Kane yeah, and Tays yeah. and then they kind of went in the tank for a long time. Would you rather be like, let's say like the Leafs always at the top, but never win the cup or you win the cup twice, but then you're at the bottom of the league for well, the next four or five. I would try to win the cup all the time. Anyhow, I think Taves will be, uh, I think if Kane goes, uh, Taves will go too. I really do. I really believe that. They're they're in a race to get that Bedard. Yeah, and the Coyotes. (laughs) That'd be a pretty good team in the boat. They get Matthews, and I think Marner will probably leave too. J.T. Miller, a Canucks signed him for seven million, seven years, eight million a year. That's not bad. He got uh, 32 goals. if you if you go by uh, the hockey today, thirty two goals, you got it right right on the money. I think they signed him pretty good. And he had six game winning goals. So if you were a player like him, Dad, every time they talk about trades, his name came up. Yeah, his he, he was the guy that was going. They were going to trade. I thirty two goals. I I didn't think he got thirty two goals, but he got thirty two goals. I don't know. They never played him the the way they should have played him. I I thought he should have played more. Yeah, I I think Vancouver they they. they if they don't do something in the next two years, they got to kind of they got to get rid of they got to start over. They, they got to get rid of that Bo, Bo Horvath and those guys because they just can't seem to they just can't seem to win with them. I don't know. I don't know. Vancouver is a good team. It starts out. It always it always looks like a good team on paper. Anyhow, yeah. Boost Boudreaux's back. Um, he's making two point five million, which isn't bad. <laughs> When I think of the money that we were making. Well, but, but Boudreaux, he, he came in halfway through the year. So it'll be yeah. interesting to see he's got a full year. Well, we'll see what he does this year. Did we ever tell the story about him being in uh, in the movie Slapshot, Bruce Boudreaux? Oh, no. Uh, you, uh, yeah, you tell he, us. In, in, in that, uh, he he had some really, boy, he was at the G, he, GTHL golf tournament a couple, couple times. And he was telling stories about his involvement with the movie Slapshot. It was really interesting. And one of them was when, you know, when Paul Newman's laying in bed and he's got yeah, the phone yeah, calls the and flag, all that and, and the whole deal. That was Bruce Boudreaux's actual bedroom that he was... That he said because they needed a, a what was it like a really rough looking you know bachelor type uh, <laughs> bedroom that Paul Newman would be sleeping. Remember in. he was fu- he was trying to sleep. Yeah, yeah, that was that was the scene. That Everyone, was a great yeah, scene. Bruce Boudreaux was playing for the for the team that that they were that they were filming the yeah. city in. Well, maybe I was prejudiced, I guess, but I thought Paul Newman that was his greatest acting of all time. And and um, Danny Belial told me he said he says I'm laying on the bottom and here's this guy beat me up and he didn't know who Paul Newman was. Well, I guess he did. So I mean, and you and there they there were actual hockey players in there. Yeah, I mean, that really. Well, well, your buddy uh, Mad Dog Madigan was in it. Mad Dog Madigan was in. There was a lot of I knew half the guys in there. Yeah, could skate. Yeah. But you know, I think that stole the movie was that goaltender. Remember, remember oh, him? Yeah. He was so funny. Well, that, didn't they used to call you Reggie for a long time? Oh, yeah. They called me Reg- They were calling me Reggie. And, what and you the didn't hell? get it. I didn't get it. I had a long blue coat, and it was it was a lovely coat. And you could put fur on the top, uh, connected the fur on top. But I never used, used the fur. And boy, and they were calling me Reggie for about a month. And I, what the hell? So then I went to the movie. Now, then I knew. You took me to that movie. 
Did I? How old? How old? Oh, jeez. She's edited Did me Mom about know? Oh, you'd heard all that yeah. language. <laughs> because that's what happened was that you you said two for Slapshot. The lady looked and she said, do you know the language in that? You said, oh, he's heard it before. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you heard it many times before. The guys treated you like a, a, you used to go in once in a while, eh, in the dressing room? Oh yeah, all the time. Yeah, we used to, we used to in on and we, on the bench and on the bench. I mean, you and I and uh, me and like uh, Craig and Robbie Cheevers and Scott Cashman used to skate yeah. before and after the uh, before the practices and stuff. Yeah, I, we we had the ice for about two hours, and I used to use it for about an hour. And 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 I, this is a true story that the trainer trainer had to come to me. He says you you got to get uh, you have to take O'Reilly. You have to get him and. Uh, and uh, Peter McNabb off the ice. They won't get off the ice for the. Because <laughs> most players, I'm sure, once the practice is over, boom, they're gone. Oh, well, they, they, but yeah, not, but not, not, not. No, I mean nowadays, right? Oh yeah. Now no. the Bruins, they used to hang around. Used to hang around because the, the practice was short. I kept them short, an hour and ten minutes, and that was it. I remember when we used to be on the ice. Oh man, long time, two hours, and you you knew it was going to be two hours, so you used to pace yourself. So you never you never give it. But if if you knew you were only going to be on an hour ten minutes, you get you gave it all. You gave it at all. And yeah. your practices were something. I I mean, very I, eventful, right? You know, it's a funny thing that Harry never Harry's office was not, not far from the. You know, he could, he could walk. No, out he was. It was like you could open up the door and you were right in the gardens. And he never watched the practice. And you know, I know he wanted to watch the practice. But sometimes you go on the ice, you just get a feel that the players don't, it's not going to be a good practice. Of course, that must be tough though for Keith and, you know, the you know, Leafs coach, yeah. that he looks up and there's Dubas and Shanahan yeah. watching. All judging him. Yeah, and, and he's got to put on a show for the, for the coach. You want to keep your job, you got to put on a show and, you, and take them over to the side and, and with Talk the blackboard and, and explain the rules and you have to have different rules. We had the same practice all the time. Same practice. That's no good. They knew the practice and they had it down perfect. You know, and you knew if they were cheating too, right? <laughs> oh, they knew. I knew when they weren't going. You know who else that did that was Pat Burns. I remember some. Oh, I love Pat Burns, boy. Pat Burns. I was listening to a guy that uh, there's a guy in New that, Jersey that they said this is the same practice, but the guy the guy said, but we loved it because we knew exactly what we were going to do and we yeah. came on and all that. Just, i remember i remember watching his practices like when we were on the road we used to go watch the practice he'd just stand at the side he'd just nod and when it was enough he'd nod and that practice that part was over he he was a great coach boy you know one thing that really i felt bad about is that they put him in the hall of fame after he was dead yeah. oh thanks a lot i know yeah. that was I was a blunder. Oh, that was that was awful. I Big mean, blunder. that was like he was what? He won three Stanley Cups. He yeah. won two and, different, and and he would have liked to have gone in there. He, he won the uh, coach of the year, and and they didn't. And he, you know, he was sick with cancer, and he was, and he knew he wasn't gonna, he wasn't gonna make it. And they didn't put him in. Unbelievable. Like it's just, you want to know who made that decision? Yeah, I don't. Oh, they oh they'd all be together and make the decision. They let's get off them. I don't. know. Yeah, we don't. Then we can get on to Paul Henderson because they're having that uh, on CBC. They're showing a documentary of the '72. Well, and he's and he's not in the Hall of Fame. He's not in the Hall of Fame. Yeah. (laughs) Why don't you go in your tirade? But isn't the other goalie though that he scored on? Where should I go? My thing. You you go on your tirade. My tirade is the biggest choke in sports. Yeah. 
the biggest choke in sports was the Russians losing the last three games in Russia. All they had to do was tie. The biggest choke was they lost all three games. They had a Russian referee. Yeah, Doug Dombrowski. Dombrowski. And Trechak gave up 13 goals in three games. Including 6-5, six, six goals in the last game. <laughs> and if... Can you imagine if the Toronto Maple Leafs just had to win one game in three yeah. and the goalie gave up 13 goals, including six goals in the last yeah, thing? They'd, they'd run him out of town. That was, Chechek was, that was one of the biggest chokes in sports. And yet they're kind of like, oh, how, how, how great he was. Well, and he, that, one, that one game in. Um, well, that was the first game. We were in shock. Right, but Trechak, I mean, he played pretty good in, in that, remember the, the New Year's Eve gaming in Montreal? Montreal shot him like 50 to 13 and, yeah. and, and then, but... Oh, yeah, they had, an, and, and uh, the people say that that was the greatest game of all time. 12 shots on net! Yeah, 12 shots on net. Dryden, Dryden was always a sieve against yeah. uh, the Russians. They knew something. They did. You know what it was, Dad? You watched, they put it along the ice, just like Brad Park. Remember the last, yeah, I remember the last that, year? Yeah. Brad Park scored a whole bunch of goals. He just just sifted it right along the ice, and Dryden seemed to lose it. Yeah. And the Russians, they scored, that's what they did was right along the ice on Dryden. But and but I I just I just when they say it, yeah okay it was a great series and all that, but the Russians choked at the end. I'm glad they did. And you figure it out, Tim. He's in the Hall of Fame, and the guys that got three winning goals. I, I think he had six in the whole series. Did, did I tell that story? Did, I, I'd like to tell yeah, that story. Yeah, tell the joke one more time. Okay, Dennis I'll Hall tell tells it one, all the time. One more time. Dennis Hall is on the ice, and he heard this voice keep hollering all Come on off. Come on off. So he said, well, I, I come off, and Henderson goes on. And naturally, he gets a winning goal, and, and everybody celebrates and everything. And, and uh, Dennis Hall said to Henderson, he said, how come you kept hollering at me all the time? Every time I was on the ice, he said, God told me to holler. I'm not making fun of God, by the way. And he, he says, that's not true. That's a lie. And I, I, I heard this for the first time in a banquet. He says, I looked around. I never saw Bobby Orr. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was good. Okay, so Dad and Cindy, we'd like to thank our sponsor, Spreads.ca. They're a Canadian-owned online casino and sports book. And if you sign up now and use the promo Grapes, they'll match your deposit up to $500. They'll you get 10 spins on the big wheel to win some big dough. And your first sports bet, they'll spot you 25 bucks. So yeah, I, wa- I watch the baseball games now. I, I'm, a, I'm a Blue Jay fan. Like, I really am. Yeah. I never miss their games. And, God, so many... That's, that's what one guy says. We interrupt this gambling casino uh, commercial to bring you to the Blue Jay game. What? And we're we're number two, eh? Who? Oh yeah, it was funny. We I was looking on the internet, and in the United Arab Emirates, our podcast is number two, and the hockey podcasts. And, wow. and who is number one? Uh, Elliot Freeman and uh, Jeff Merrick, thirty-two. Thoughts. And and you know, in hockey, that's on every other. Every other commercial yeah. that comes on, they must spend a ton of dough. I wonder, wonder, wonder so I wonder, they, it's like, how many people United, like, and it's like 90 downloads in two weeks. So it's like, it's not like just one or two people are listening to it. But you say, you wonder who's, in, must be. How many people have listened to us? We're closing in on 4.4 million downloads. So, Dad, last week we talked about Nazem Kadri. He brought the Stanley Cup to London, Ontario. My friend. And, and all that. And talking about how he was the first Lebanese. Ah, au contraire. Player. But you knew the first. 
I did know the first guy was his name was Eddie Hatoum, and and he and he was sent to us by Vancouver, and uh, he was born in in Lebanon. Yeah, Lebanon. he was born in Beirut and came over because he came down to Rochester, right? He come to Rochester. And uh, he came from Vancouver, he went to Rochester, and he really dressed sharp. He was a sharp dresser. And I remember a bus trip. I, I never forgot this bus trip. Uh, a guy named Jim Hargreaves had, uh, had a water pistol. And, the wa- <laughs> and, and, you know, when you take a bus, you know, you take a bus an hour. An hour. But when you take a bus for about eight hours, and we were used to it because we, that's all I, my, my whole life was living on buses. So every once in a while, he, Eddie Hatoum was sitting up near the front. Eddie and uh, Jim Hargreaves would take the water pistol and go. He was give, sitting behind him. Oh, he was sitting away, both, both three or four. And Eddie Hatoum would turn around mad, and he and and Jim Hargreaves let on he's talking, and he could never find out who shot him. And boy, and you know, you, oh, start to six, hour, six or seven <laughs> hours of uh, getting whacked in the head with this, and it was a, it was really, really, really like went like a, a, it was like a water, like a yeah, water, it, water it really went. Never forget it. I was sitting at the back. I wasn't playing cards, and they shot over the cards too. And uh, I was reading a paper at the back. I remember I was reading. The, I never, I never forgot this story. And Eddie had to just turned around fast and caught him. Oh. Well, you never, and it, they started a fight. In the Iowa, all the way back. I mean, it was a real ding donger. You know what I remember mostly about it? And when they, when they grabbed him and he we had, we had white shirts on and buttons, white buttons flying all over the place. <laughs> so they were right down. And I mean, they were really punching. I mean, it wasn't it wasn't it wasn't just a wrestling match. And so somebody hollered at the front, Rob Brown, Graves, you think you should break it up? I said, ah, they'll be kissing and. <laughs> and I kept on reading the paper while they were fighting. So that, sure enough, after about a half hour, they you know they sat together and there was a good. bonding experience. Yeah, I don't know, <laughs> bonding experience. But anyhow, that was a good one. I never forgot Eddie Atum on that one. I don't know. I forget how. I guess he ended the season or something. And uh, so was he a tough guy then? That he fought no, no, or what he was he a finesse guy? He wasn't guy? a tough guy. He could re- and he could skate. Yeah, and he'd be great today in today's hockey. Boy, he could really go. And um, then one thing that was I found interesting, we found that he was he went to another team, and Vancouver got Bobby Schmatz back. Yeah, and boy, that, so it's kind of all full full and circle. You know what, Bobby Schmatz? I I my style of play well, was because of Bobby Schmatz by accident. He covered the points, and, and I think he I think he was too lazy to go. <laughs> but anyhow, he covered the points, and I said, "By God, that's a great idea." Yeah, someday I'll explain uh, in, in our end how how we uh, how we played. Yeah. So Eddie, if, if Eddie Atum was playing today, what would he be making? You think Eddie Atum would playing today? He'd be making about seven million. Oh, well, easy, easy seven million. The way he could skate, boy, he could fly. He, he could really, he could really fly. Eddie Atum. He, 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 I've never seen a better skater. Well, one guy, Bobby Orr, but I never saw he could go down that wing and he could fly. 